All right. Your name is Zach Rickle, and you have something to say. So, you know how we establish that we are music scientists, right? We are yeah. data research. Facts are what we, you know, transcribe and give out to the listeners and our audience, right? Data. Next facts. Next facts. Next Plane, facts. Another, bus, another report, fact. Another fact. Julia Roberts throwing paper in the air <laughs> in a wheelchair. Yes. But like most, like all science, data, new data is constantly given out. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am I am sick, by the way, to all of the, all of our listeners. My apologies in advance for the chokehold you will be hearing on my own throat. <laughs> How dare you? How dare I? But, uh, you know, we did make a proclamation. And by we, I think that I made the proclamation that Janelle Monae's Dirty to Computer Dirty. I think I just said dirty. Da. <laughs> dirty computer. I can't speak. <laughs> Dur- I believe it's Dorito computer. Doritos computer. Um, you know, I I made the proclamation that it was not nominated for Grammy for the album of the year, and it was in fact. It research has shown that it was in fact nominated for album. The crow of the year. is being eaten. Yeah. So I'm eating crow right now. For those of you that can't see. I am Cheryl. eating. Cheryl. Yep. You want to Cheryl. suck up that sun. I'm going to. I need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. So to Ms. Monet, congratulations on your nomination for album of the year in 2019. And for, now. And now. For the age of pleasure. Will you win? Well we don't deserved. know. Yeah. We love, again, we love the cover art on that album. But thank you for that proclamation. I also like the word proclamation because it reminds me of pilgrimage. It reminds me of Thanksgiving. (laughs) And this is a very special episode because, you know, we are celebrating the near end of November. And one thing we're going to be talking about is a very special birthday of an album by an iconic artist that both you and I love. Um, But... I just wanted to say that I have never really heard the word proclamation used so many times. And it makes me I, think Mr. Quaker Oat. I use that word so much just now. You're right. And I don't think even know if I've ever said the word proclamation so many times. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> what is in history? Isn't there something about like the Emancipation Proclamation or something like that? <laughs> Wait, the Emancipation of Mimi is the only thing yeah, that I know. That's, that's the, only the only thing I learned about. That's the only historical document that I need personally. That's that's like my scroll, like you know the ancient scroll that they found. Yeah, and it looks like, and it almost that cover art for that album almost looks like she's wearing a scroll with that dress and the way that she has her arm up, kind of like Beyonce. Oh, I yeah, love that album cover. I know. God, this could, this is a man's mission of Mimi podcast at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I've referenced it probably a thousand times. Oh, by the way, speaking mm-hmm. of Mariah, as I always do, um, not to exhaust you or exhaust the topic, but she is on tour. Right? She is. She, and she, she just started last she just started last night, right? Yes. Yeah. And I, I've been seeing a lot of clips, been seeing her, um, a lot of uh, pretty dresses she's been wearing and you know, all the Christmas cheer and whatnot. Have you seen these clips? I have not watched any clips. I've looked I've seen the photos and because I was because you know what my first thought was I was like I was like, okay, what where's her waist? The waist is gone. Skinny the waist legend. is snatched. She's a skinny legend. Right. Um 
Mariah. But no, I have not watched any clips yet. Um, because I'm still in this mood. Michigan right now is I'm very like religious when it comes to the Christmas season for myself. And the season today was high of 68 degrees here in Michigan. So I'm not feeling necessarily in the even though I have got my Christmas decorations up and I've got my Christmas candle lit. I have not been fest in the festive mood yet to listen to Christmas music or experience any sort of mm. Christmas media. So I told myself that if we don't get frosty, cool weather by next week, that next week I will open up those floodgates. Cause to me, I think that yeah. things- if the tips aren't frosted, you don't, you don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. It's, but I, it is weird. I, global warming. Come on. Global warming. Global. War- I was going to say like, I almost said, give it up for flow for global warming, but I don't want to. Yeah, it's it's sad. The last couple of years in particular feel very strange in that they've been peculiar, 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 peculiar. See, we are scientists talking about global warming. That's a hard one. Um, Peculiar in that it's been very warm from what versus what I remember Christmas time feeling like. Yeah, well, I will say that this or last year, this time last year, Michigan got dumped on with snow. My like memories on my phone just showed me like all the videos that I. I mean, it was like a foot or more of snow, and I'm like, where the frick is that right now? When you, I have to picture um, Subway sandwiches when you say this. Like whenever, whenever <laughs> someone's like three feet of snow i picture three subway sandwiches just stacked on top of each totally. other because that's the only way that my brain understands and can make sense of it to make sense of any sort of like distance or feet or yeah 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 i'm yeah, like um, how many how many um footlongs is that how many mm-hmm. how many turkey bacon ranches is that oh i was just about to ask you which sandwich so it's turkey bacon ranch that's where your mind went i i haven't been to subway probably in six years i do not like subway Okay. Famously so. I think it tastes it has a taste to it that I don't enjoy. Okay. Um, I'm more of a Firehouse Subs girl. I have never been to Firehouse Subs. I do remember you mentioning that you love Firehouse Subs. I do think that I Grand do. Rapids has one, and I've never been. I love and the it- conservative climate as well. The conservative climate? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, it's a very It's a very conservative vibe in there because it's a lot of, like, um, firemen and cops and stuff. Okay, they're very much like like thank and you so, for your service. And so that I come in there and I'm like, can I please get my little like <laughs> turkey bacon ranch? Can I, I get a little it. cunty little sandwich? My little cunty yeah. little bacon ranch sandwich. Definitely, Make- but all this tangent aside, you know, going back to Christmas time, mm-hmm. it sounds like it sounds like you haven't really watched the videos. But I will say, I'd love to hear what your your thoughts are. So, to me, some of them were kind of hard to watch. Really? Why? She appears to be kind of sad looking. Oh no. I know. It's breaking my heart, obviously, because I, I want to be I want it to be joyous. But the clips that I'm seeing, it's it's she's moving a little slow. Okay. And not in like a funny iconic way either, where she's like, you know, doing the least with the honey choreo. Sure. <laughs> you know, which I love. I love yes. that. But, Give us nothing. Yeah, but no, like really a little concerning. I mean, I'm, I, hopefully it's just a bad day or something, but I'm, I'm yeah. feeling feeling for my girl. Hope she's okay. So oh. also, someone told me that they think Brian Tanaka and her broke up. Oh, is he not in the show? I I don't know, but I didn't know that. If so, like that's news to me. Well, that I think the first point it would be like we we would need to look for him in the show because I think he's usually yeah. in her 
in her right. shows with her. So and maybe it that's anything. it. Oh, maybe I hope not. I hope she's okay. Yeah, but, but it made me really sad because I would love to see her in concert. Actually, you know, I'm trying to like finagle a way to go see her, even though I just can't probably yeah. make it happen. Yeah. But I would, I would love a Christmas miracle to happen. You know, um, I'm looking at like <laughs> like cheap Detroit flights and you know whatever. But right. I, yeah, because she's probably playing won't. December first in Detroit. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At yeah. the Little Caesars Arena, but. Yeah, it was it was hard to watch some of the clips. I'm like, dang, I hope she's okay. Like she does, she did not look like she wanted to be there. I'll have to watch some of the clips. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. It was, it was hard to watch, but I have been listening to, you know, the Merry Christmas album. Uh, you have already? Yeah, yeah, I've been very into it the last Love week. It. I'm specifically listening to Joy to the World. It's bringing me a lot of joy. Her version of Joy to the World is for me the like standard version now like it is that is the version to listen to her the way that she uh incorporated was it three dog night into the song with the joy to the people everywhere you see joy to you and me that is from a three dog night song isn't it what the hell is three dog night three dog night this like band people i have no idea who they are i just know that that's like a Oh, I am looking this up now. Hold on. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Mariah Carey. Because obviously that part is not from the stand. What is that? Was that a hymn? The, that song, right? And she brings a very gospel kind of element to the song too. It's you know it feels very hymnal. It's very hymnal, but it's also I just love that it's like a dance. You know I love a dance, right? Yeah. Okay. Joy to the world contains an interpolation of Joy to the World by Three Dog Night, nineteen seventy one. I have never heard of this band before. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. I'm not gonna really? lie. Really? Oh my gosh! Sorry to this man. Sorry, sorry to, this, to band. this band. Three dog night. <laughs> three dog who? Three dog. Three dog, dog what? Three dog what? How many dog night? How many dogs? How many dogs? Yeah, I. They have like another. So I, my family, specifically my aunt, listens to them a lot. I remember listening to their music a lot growing up. I remember it was joy to the because in their version it was like. Joy to the fishes in the deep blue sea. Joy to you and me. Um, yeah. And then they, I think they have another song. I, I've heard that version. Yeah. I've yeah. Yeah. So, so you have heard Three Dog Night. You just didn't know who they were. I, yeah. Again, sorry to this man. And I'm happy for your aunt. You know, I'll say that. <laughs> I'm, glad they ha- I'm glad they have a fan. Yeah. Um, but no, her version of Joy to the World is my, one of my favorites. And it it's and great. one of my favorite, yeah, it's one of my favorite. What are your favorite Christmas songs? Someone asked me this this week, and I had a very oh. h- hard time answering. So I would say I love Christmas. I'm definitely not that person like you are, though. I feel like you live for Christmas. Do I you love know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I, it's not Christmas. my favorite holiday. Yeah. Like fall and Halloween is my favorite. So yeah. for me, I don't have like probably a ton versus yeah. versus someone like you. Yeah, but I've always loved all of like my pop artist pop songs that's what of i like of course so yes 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 i mean i have some classical ones i like as well um uh-huh. like i love like nat king cole and i love all like just that cozy kind of fireplace vibe but yeah. my favorite christmas songs i mean obviously all i want for christmas is you has always been one of my favorites and of course I, I never really get i mean i never get sick of it i think i get sick of people talking about it like as if it's mariah's only song that right because i have a yeah. lot of friends that they don't know anything else so that i'm tired of right but I do love the song. 
I, I like the whole album. Do you know what I mean? I love Joy to the World. I love mm-hmm. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by Insync, baby. That gets me going. Going, yes. I of course love you know Britney Spears. Oh my yeah. gosh! Come on, literally, literally. So I love that you literally mentioned all of those songs. So when uh, it was my my uh, actually it was my supervisor Stacy. Shout out to Stacy. She's an avid listener, huge fan of the show. Hey, Stacy. <laughs> um. She asked me what my favorite Christmas song was, and I I was like, well, it, it, religious or secular? Because right. I love I I do love kind of both, and they're both different worlds. Um, but I said, so if we're going religious, it's going to be Oh Holy Night, specifically Celine Dion's version or Christina Aguilera's version. Christina Aguilera's version oh, takes us on a journey. We love that. It's we I love that one. Journey, yes. Jesus Christ! It's one of the best. That's something we've we've said in our friendship so much. We always would just be like throw out the like Jesus Christ. I can't even Jesus do it. Jesus Christ. It's, it's like so bizarre. Because it's, I love I, I love that it starts out kind of the traditional way. It's like this like big hymn, like power ballad type of song, mm-hmm. right? But I love that like in the middle of the song, she's like, you know what? Let's go, let's do the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> she's like, we need to go do the Lord's Prayer. Goes back into the traditional version, and then at the end takes us turns it into like this gospel like r&b just like celebration and it beyond that too it's just that that i have never seen christina more like at her theatrics her her acrobatics doing oh my gosh most it is for me for me it's for me it becomes comical i'm not gonna lie so for me i have i laugh every time i hear it because i'm like this is insane this is insane insane. i love it I love it so much. In fact, her Christmas album is one of my favorite Christmas albums of all time. I yeah. love, I oh, yeah. love that album. The, um, oh my gosh, I I, I love that album that I'm like blanking on the first song. What was the first, what was the song called? The first song. It's like, it's like that. I think, oh, I think it's just called Christmas time. Right. Mm-hmm. Is it a cover yeah. or not? No, it's a, it was an original song for the album. And okay. Which is hard to do. I feel like it's hard to create an original Christmas song that makes you feel that nostalgic Christmas. Not everyone moment. has that. Not everyone has that. Not everyone's able to do that. And I think the su- successful people that have been able to do that have been Britney Spears with My Only Wish This Year, which is basically the, I would say, the companion song to All I Want for Christmas is You, in my personal opinion. I love My Only Wish This it's Year. It's so good. And I feel like it's really underrated. Like I feel like people. Oh, you don't. You don't hear it a lot. I don't. You. I feel like you don't hear it a lot. I feel like when we keep, you know, this time of year, we start seeing all the Christmas songs start to surge on streaming and on the charts. And obviously, all I want for Christmas is you is there. Obviously, Holly Jolly Christmas and Rocking Around the Christmas Tree and a few others always like you know just start rising up the charts. You would think that my only wish this year would be there, and. Yeah. I feel like it hasn't. I mean, Santa Tell Me is is a big one. And I do love Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande. Oh, yeah. It's very cute. Yeah. Very cute. Yeah. <laughs> Their energy right there was Whitney Houston. And she's like, it's very poppy. It's very cute. Very poppy. <laughs> God, I love Whitney. I know. But, um, yeah. And then as far as, like, secular Christmas music goes, I, I we just mentioned it. But, like, my only wish this year, I had mentioned that. Um, I had also Eight mentioned- Days of Christmas, baby. Destiny's Child. Oh, my Child. gosh. My my baby gay to me. 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 So good. Oh, goodness. What a time to be alive. 
I know I know there's some other ones that I really enjoy that I can't think of off the top of my head. Have but. you ever heard of uh, Santa Baby, Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by Willa Ford? <laughs> it's it's not the cover of Santa Baby that we all know. It is a no. completely different song. And she's like, the chorus is like, Gimme, 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 a diamond ring, Gimme, 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 <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> who, who greenlit that? I don't know, but I have to thank them for greenlighting that because what a song. It was on like it was on some sort of MTV compilation CD. I think it was like TRL's Christmas something or other is what it was mm-hmm. called. And you know, God bless Willa Ford and mm-hmm. the long lived career that she has had, and her and intricate the- lyricism. And I want to be bad. <sighs> what a song! What a song! <laughs> Wait, can can I read? I've been wanting to read some of these lyrics out loud. Like, yeah. It's because someone, I think on, on Twitter or some, or maybe it was you, someone was like, these lyrics don't make sense. I'm so excited. Like, like just, just hearing this, I mean, I'm not going to read the chorus. I'll just read the, the first verse. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> this is Jeff Beach's uh, dramatic reading of Willa Ford's I Want to Be Bad featuring, <laughs> featuring, what was the, it was Royce to 9-5. Is that the rapper in it? Oh my, I, I don't even know. Oh, Roy, Royce to 5-9, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, ready? Yes. Here's my dramatic reading. Do you understand what I need? Dot, dot, dot. From you? Just let me be the girl to show you, you. Everything that you can be is everything I can be. I want to be. My touch. Let me let you know that I, I can. Promise that I won't do that. So, boy, save the time and place, because you make me want to misbehave. I remember, and that was, first of all, that was beautiful. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Pure poetry. Thanks. I love the the way that she would go in interviews during that time to promote that song. This is, I mean, for the listeners out there who may not be aware of who Willa Ford is, how dare you? But... This was during a time where TRL was huge and basically the world revolved around TRL and she would be on the countdown shows and all all the MTV promo and she would just act like she was the baddest bitch in the world because she was, I want to be bad. She was like, yeah, she wants, she wants to be explains, you know, she want to be bad. She was tired of being good. (laughs) That's her. Her her second over it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Over being good. She, had a sophomore album in the works there was even a lead single off of it that i actually i actually enjoy the song a lot it was called fuck the men um and it featured a woman named uh, lady may who was a rapper um and it was one of those songs where it was like featuring lady may but lady may did the verses and then willa sang the choruses in the bridge so it was mm-hmm. kind of confusing almost oh i have heard this song yep yeah a toast to men a toast to men fuck the men let's drink to us yes yep okay um but that song unfortunately was a flop and the album was scrapped and i think that she- also i mean i'm not surprised by that but also i'm i'm reading another single in 2004 do you know this one Sexy sex obsessive. <laughs> yes. What a I title. I know. I don't even I don't even know if that song was actually released as a single. Like I think it had leaked online, but I don't I want to say it was the planned follow-up to A Toast to Men, but 
I I I don't ever remember it playing. Well, I don't even remember Will of uh, a Toast to Men being played on the radio. But I don't think it ever got released officially. The fact that you were able to name that song just now. Sexy, sex obsessive. The, with... fact, the fact that that's in your brain and you can yep. repeat that just on a whim <laughs> is in truly insane. Yeah, it's 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 fucked up. And I'm really proud of myself for even knowing it. It takes a special kind of person <laughs> to name a Willa Ford single that went nowhere. That went nowhere. An unreleased Willa Ford canceled single. Um, I want to say that she's like an interior designer now. She it looks like she had some acting gigs too. She was in Friday the Thirteenth of a remake. Good for her. Yeah, she Come played Willa Chelsea, whoever that was. Someone that died, I assume. Can I tell you the first street I ever lived on as a child was a street called Willa. So maybe that's why I have a special connection to her. Yeah, good for her. Good you for know? her and good for Willa Ford. We want to be Ford. bad. We want to be bad with her. We want to be yeah. bad. Um, but yeah, all that to be said, I mean, that's a fun secular Christmas song. Gimme, 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 or a Santa baby parentheses. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Uh, iconic. Absolutely iconic. And then I also, what was the other Christmas song? I, cause I, I was like, obviously all I want for Christmas is you. That is like, because you know, I'm famously, you know, I'm like, uh, the, like songs that like are overplayed. I like, don't typically like that is a song because right. it is seasonal. And I purposely save it, like I will avoid it, like the plague, until it's Christmas time. Same. Um, I I absolutely love that song. It brings me so much nostalgia, so much joy. Um, yeah. And so I want to save it for those special moments. And but I was like, I don't even want to say that because I feel like that's a given. And I feel like there's something wrong with you if you don't like that song. It's the best modern day Christmas song of all time in yeah. the last. I will. I'll go ahead and say it. I think in the last like 100 years. That's just, so, I mean, that's me. Best Christmas song ever. Yeah. Best Christmas song ever. Yeah. I mean, Period. but yeah, it's certainly the best modern day Christmas song. I don't think anyone would argue that. I mean, it's iconic. No. Yeah. She wrote it in like I, 10 minutes or something too. Yeah. It's, it's insane. I mean, she's the talent. Yeah. A legend. I, I would say I, I truly do believe this with my, all my heart and soul. I do think that my only wish this year is the companion song to that song. And I would say that that's like a close follow-up as far as like recent you don't think so <laughs> i love that song but no definitely don't agree um, with for, for me you know i will die on that hill that's how i feel you know what else i love i love christina aguilera's version of this christmas yes that's that's a fantastic song fantastic Again. yeah yeah i love her rendition of that yeah oh oh least we not forget not really a a song we listened to uh-huh. one of my favorite moments that i have to play every year is patty labelle singing singing oh, this christmas my gosh the at the white cards? house right i believe <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> where's my background singers where's my background singers oh my gosh nothing makes me laugh harder also there um <laughs> it's like what, what does she say like um, show me that cardigan. Show me that cardigan. And some, when I remember when like cardigan by Taylor Swift came out, someone made a meme about that, like cardigan. <laughs> That's so funny. Instead of card again. I um, love that. Oh my gosh. Uh, that that moment is so damn funny. It's so good. Next card, sweetie. Next card. <laughs> yes, yes. And then I love that she like didn't know the words of that song. Daddy. <laughs> 
She made up her own words. She did. She I, sure did. Oh my gosh. I love was it. that like 90s? Like, yeah. Like 90? I I, for like some 96. reason, I was going to say 96. It yeah. was giving 1996 vibes, and I don't know why I thought that in my head, but it just did. I wish I was in that crowd. I mean, I would have been young, but you I, been I mean, young. I wanted to experience that. I'm, yeah. so je- I'm so jealous of all the people. I hope they hold on to that story. And they're like, yeah, I was in that crowd. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, that's a great, like, icebreaker at work. Like, tell me two things you don't know about yourself. I yeah. was in the crowd at the Patty LaBelle concert. <laughs> <laughs> that would, truly, that would be so crazy. I love that. That can be a two truths and a lie, at least. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Absolutely. People would be like, wait a minute, was he? As a young lad. And that's what turned you gay. Right. Yeah. I, I think it would turn anyone gay. I mean, I think that moment. I'd, it's up there for me. I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm obsessed with this. Cars are gonna have to wait because Ca- cars are gonna have to wait. Absolutely. Cars are gonna <laughs> Hot Wheels are gonna have to wait. <laughs> Building blocks, not in this, not not today. Legos, sorry. Lego. Um yeah. Thanks, Patty, for that moment in time. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely get starting to get into the, the Christmas music a little more. So, yeah, you know what? I I actually did. I I dived into Matt Rogers' Christmas album a little bit the other day. Oh, you did? I did, and I was laughing so hard. I was laughing at um, "Everything You Want," "Lube for the Sleigh," <laughs> um, which I remember from his special last year, and I forget the title. It was something about like. The Whoville, it's like the Mariah Carey. The Who Up in Whoville or whatever. It, it, I, I like that one. That one's very funny. So funny. Yeah. And then the one about God being up to his tricks. Like I audibly actually laughed out loud. It's hard for me to actually laugh out loud when I'm by myself. Like it's rare when it happens if I'm like watching something or listening to something and several times like laughed out loud. Yeah. Like listening to it. And it's wild too because the songs are like crafted very well i think the album was produced by leland who is famously right. known for working with troy Sivan. yeah um and like they're like on top of them being really funny they're just they are what really well crafted pop songs he also he also not for nothing but has a really great voice yeah like I, i'm always impressed whenever i've heard that their podcast and i'm like oh wow like Give it he's, up for Matt Rogers. I know he pulled it out there like to be funny here and there, but I'm like, damn, you got some pipes. No, like actually has some pipes, which I mean, one could argue that when people listen to our podcast, they probably think the same thing about me every time I sing, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. They yeah. are probably like, oh my God, like who is this like pop star on the mic? And it's me. Who is that? Yeah. Somebody, somebody get that fag off the TV. I'm not watching that. Somebody get the fag off the podcast. I'm not listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Tyra Banks had a Christmas song. Do you think she does? Oh my gosh. Maybe she does when she was had her short-lived pop career. Yes. She she we deserve that. Who who else is like an irrelevant pop star from Y2K that has a that has a Christmas song? Like I'm curious. Is there anyone I, else? And I'm sure that there's someone. Yeah. An anyone irrelevant Like an irrelevant, I mean, not someone relevant now, right? Like not someone that's held up their career. I'm curious if there's anyone are there any songs that are special to you apart let, from Willow Ford? Let me see, because I have a whole playlist that I made called Christmas Bangers that are a lot of like pop. Here we go, Christmas Bangers. Let's see. Uh uh <laughs> That's it's it's not what you're saying. It's not Y2K like artist, but 
one of my I love this mashup from Glee. Deck the rooftop, deck the halls and up on the rooftop, and they do it to the beat of single ladies. I love that. I love that. Um, so shout out to the Glee cast for for recording that. Um, let's see, Y2K, irrelevant pop star. Oh, there's there's uh Santa Baby Gimme Gimme Gimme. Um I don't think so. Not that I can think of. I wish Mandy Moore had a Christmas song. You would think that would be a type of person that would. You would. Would you, would you count Jessica Simpson in there? I mean, I would say that she's yeah. not like. Absolutely. She, That's exactly you would. Yeah. Okay. Well, then her entire Christmas album, the first one, Rejoice, which people kind of got on her for misspelling, but Joyce is spelled J-O-Y-C-E, and that was the name of her grandma. And so it was named for her. Oh, um, yeah. And actually, I I love that Christmas album. Um, like, strangely enough, my – so I always grew up with her as, like, my – we called her Nani Mary. She was my cousin's grandma, um, like, on his dad's side. So there was no blood relation to me whatsoever. But she was always around for Christmas parties and all the family gatherings and whatnot. Um, and she had passed away um, right around the same time that album came out. And so just, I don't know, it's kind of like a weird, ironic, like, like I have a, that memory of, you know, her passing, that album had come out that was named after Jessica Simpson's grandma. So it was just like this weird, mm-hmm. like, thing. But I truly love Jessica Simpson's um, Christmas album. I think it's really, really good. And fun fact, do you know who does background vocals on that album? Who? Jennifer Page. Do you remember? Do you know Ooh, who Jennifer? Of course. And you know what? And her song, her smash crush just turned 25 years old. Wild. That's wild. I love that song. What a great song that is. Yeah. It is so. Is that the number one? I don't think it went number one. I want to say it was number three. I can look that up. Um, But yeah, she was, she, I would say is definitely the definition, at least here in the U.S. as a one hit wonder. I think she had a couple yeah. hits overseas. You really like um, her. You really like her sophomore album too. I remember, right? You yes. Yeah. I was just going to say her sophomore album, um, which is called Positively Somewhere, is an excellent album. Excellent album. Oh, I'm so glad that you just said that because now I have to I have to add that to like my winter fall playlist that I like to make because that's a winter fall album that I like to listen to a lot. Okay. Yeah, she's uh, a great voice too. I love, I've always liked her voice. She does. She has a wonderful voice. Okay, charts. Uh, Miss Page, Crush. Number three. Okay. Give yep. it up. Give, Give it, it up for Crush. Give it up for the Crush. Give it up for Miss Crush. Let's see. And she, I was looking to see if she was a songwriter on that song. She was not. But, oh, man. It's just ah, a little crush. Crush. Yes. It's almost like um, it's the time of the season. It kind of, there's like, you know that song? Mm-hmm. Wait, it's the time of the season. There's a song called It's the Time of the Season. Yeah, time of the season. I forget who it's by. It's like by one of those like early like sixties like rock bands. I want to say maybe out of the UK or something. Uh, maybe the Zombies. Oh, wait. I I think is it they the, do that uh, same like. Oh yes, similar similar kind of you know vocal pattern, but that that song Crush is really great. I love I love her like kind of breathy like sassy moodiness in this song. Like it's very. Like sexy and she's got she's got to be really young when that song came out right yeah she does have she has a really good i love the tone of her voice yes no same there's something about it it's very addicting 
Yeah. Like I want to hear more. It's almost that I think I feel like Brandy's like that kind of a person too, where it's like you her voice is just there's something special about it. Yeah. Like not saying like again, like we have our vocalists and, and obviously like someone has a really good voice, that's one thing, but it's different when there's like a t- the tonality of the voices like that. And it's like you yeah. want to hear more of it. Like 100%. I, I feel like she's that type of person for sure. Like Crush is a great song. Great song. And speaking of her sophomore album, the song These Days great song i like that song yep sober um no wait sober was from the first album uh stranded sorry stranded great song here with me great song way of the world great i mean that whole album is just it's superb it didn't it it completely flopped here in the u.s and i think pretty much anywhere but you know what else flopped in the u.s that's a superb album what kylie minogue's x oh my gosh because you X. know what? You know what in a couple of days is? Her birthday. It is X's birthday. It's her X's birthday. And we're not talking about her ex-boyfriends. We're talking about X. Nope. I believe least... the oh. I believe the 10th Kylie Minogue album, right? Which is why I think what the reason why it's called X. No, I did not know that. That makes way more sense though. I always yeah. thought it was just a f- I just thought it was so cool that she just wrote X. Yeah. Like, like I thought it was like X, like um, throw away, no title. Like no X. title. Yeah. I X. loved that. Yeah. I want to say it's the ninth studio album that she's put out. So that's why it was called X. And it was her comeback album from uh, after having breast cancer. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you and I were talking about it the other day, I put together a little playlist for X, like all the, for obviously the album, the B sides that are on streaming and like remixes and stuff. Mm -hmm. What a fucking good album. I'll just, I'll go on record of saying it. I I 100% think it's my favorite Kylie album. Track to track. I I would say it's number one. That is a fair statement. She really, she... Did not have to go that hard, and she did. She it's, she it's incredible. It's also it, the first time we we hear of Mr. Calvin Harris. It really is as an up and coming artist at the time. Can we kind of go through like a track by track really quick? Let's do it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Go. Fun. Okay, so track one is Two Hearts. You love Two Hearts, right? Two Hearts. I believe this is the lead single of the album, right? Yes. Two Hearts is Chef's, Chef's Kiss. Kiss. It is a perfect song it merges the world of like pop but also yeah. like has like kind of these little like you know like jazzy it, like rock influences in there that i just yeah oh it works so well also it, who was who was the okay i thought for some reason i thought kathy dennis was on that one but she's on a different one that i like so that yeah that song is just like again it i think those two genres together like and it's just like i don't know kylie at her like it's so it's it. sexy. It's, it's very sexy. sexy. The it's her vocal sexy. delivery on the song and like the I love the way like the woo woo. Uh, 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 I like that. Uh, I'm in love. <laughs> and because like the way that she it's not like a woo or an ooh. It's like a it's almost like a breath. It's just like a whoo. like it's I can't do it, but like yeah. it's so good. Like the vibrato. So yeah, it's yeah. man. I've. Yeah, I freaking love that song. Freaking, it's, it's such a great way to start off the album, send off the album, and I think it was a. Re- I think it was. It's a good first single too to release. Great first single. I want to say it was number one in the UK. Yeah, it, it should have been number one here. Yeah, we suck. Been, yeah, we suck. Um, 
I will say though, what's interesting about that song is that it's very different. I, this album has a lot of different sounds on it. And it's one of those albums that for me, even though there's a, there's a bunch of different sounding songs all together as a whole, it works really well. Like it just makes sense. The first time I listened to it, I think I thought it all sounded very similar, you know, apart from sensitized and two hearts. Okay. So, but I think, yeah, the more I've listened to it and grown with it and like, it's become my favorite album. I can hear like the differences while it also remains very cohesive. Yeah. Um, the second single or not, sorry, not second single, but the second track on the album, like a drug, one of my personal favorites, one of my personal favorites as well. I would say this would make my definitely my top 20 Kylie songs. Ooh, I love that. Um, I want to say that like a drug was produced by, um, blood China Vaughn of Britney Spears, uh, toxic fame. Um, an electro pop standard in my personal opinion. This um, album is this album is an electropop standard. It to me, like when I think when I hear the term electropop, I think of the X album. Yeah, it's it like merges the two genres perfectly. Yeah. It's like it's oh yeah, it's I mean. truly like I, I would say the way that to like truly describe the sound of like a drug is it sounds like electricity to me. Just yes. the way. Yeah, just I, the lo- way I love I love I love the way the beat starts. In the beginning of the song, like yeah. in, in Ooh. Whole... I'm wrong about like a drug. It was produced by Cutfather and and Jeberg, Jeberg. But Bloodshine Avant is on this album, right? I'm pretty yes. sure. Yes, they are. Um, so Cutfather, they that producer helped produce um Jordan Sparks One Step at a Time. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to say that they're like from I think I think they're Swedish producers. They always are. They always are. They always are. All the good ones. The sweets. Like a Drug is great. Let's move on to, you know, track three, In My Arms. So this is one of my personal favorites as well. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. probably a fan a fan favorite, but the way it starts off, like, are you kidding? Uh, uh, talk about an iconic intro to me, and at least to you probably as well, right? Like, yeah. how do you describe a feeling? How do you describe a feeling? I've only ever dreamt of this before. So like, good. So good and then it just launches into you know an explosive song it's so good yes thank you mr calvin harris for giving us this great song yeah and there's there's another one we'll talk about too but yeah like this this song is definitely a standout track of the album for sure for me yeah yeah 100 um the next song uh speakerphone which that's a a blood shine event song okay and I have to, I love speakerphone. I have to say the remix that she performed on her U.S. tour mm-hmm. um, produced by her longtime musical director, Steve Anderson, um, who also what he was a part of. I don't know if it was him and another person, but it was, a, a, they were called Brothers in Rhythm. They did a lot of like remixes in the 90s for different artists and they produced a bunch of Kylie songs. And mm-hmm. They did like Confide in Me um, okay. for Kylie. But um, he did a remix for the. He does all the musical direction for her shows. So whenever she like remixes and whatnot, uh, he's usually the one that's remixing them. Um, the remix that he did for Speakerphone for the U.S. tour. Oh my gosh! I think the it's one of those. It looks rem- so fun too. I've watched it on YouTube. It looks like such a fun tour. It was the best time, Jeff. I was fortunate enough to see it in Chicago. I was literally in this arena with. I saw one cisgender woman. And that was my friend, Julia. 
everyone else was gay or trans yeah. and it was the best time seems to be that it, way in vegas as well from from what i see right yeah it was so good but yeah no that remix in particular and it is thankfully on streaming and it's it is truly electrifying and really just again it really lives goes back to that sound of the album like it just brings that back well you know you know what my thoughts are on the song what this all this song is is a cunty head shoulders and knees and toes <laughs> yes 100 percent. all it is that's all it is baby that is yes. that is it you know so this i would say this isn't my favorite one okay that's fair you know, on the album do you like the remix however have you yeah. listened to the remix you did? yeah okay yep and like i said i like i really enjoyed yeah. it's not often that i could watch a concert on youtube and be like um enamored by it and like want yeah. to watch more of it and i feel like that was a tour that i was just really like wow this looks great you know okay mariah carey how much i see you <laughs> <laughs> so number five one of my favorite tracks and this is where kathy Same. dennis was on so kathy dennis is also on toxic by britney spears just to throw mm-hmm. that out there but sensitized also like sexy moody kind of like the underdog song of the album and it also sounds very different than a lot of the songs so for me it was like a huge standout and still is top i don't want to say it's my favorite kylie song it could be of all time it could be yeah definitely top five definitely top five it's so good i the way i how would you describe that? What that like this the instrument in the beginning? Is it like a violin or a, it's not? It it's almost sounds of, medieval. It almost sounds like that kind of it's, style. To, it's like medieval or like almost country. I don't, I don't know. I would say like little bird sounds in it or the whistles or whatever the yeah, hell's that, going woo! on. Oh it, yeah, yeah. It's so good, and I love the way that the bridge hits. The way that the beat just like goes fucking hard at the bridge, like it just like slaps you in the face. And if there's anyone that that does like a la 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 in a song, well, it's Kylie Minogue and she's done it in so many different ways. And I love the like, la 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 la. I can't even like do it, but like, yeah, I, I love the way she utilizes that in the song too. Like, it's just a masterpiece. La 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 la. la, la the right. Masterpiece. That, yeah, yep. it's, it's really, really good. And I want to say uh, that Guy Chambers is on the track as well. And I want to say that Guy Chambers is known for his work with Robbie Williams in the UK. Okay. Um, but no, Sensitized. I also think that Sensitized pairs really well with her song Cowboy Style. I want to say that her mm-hmm. song Cowboy Style from Impossible Princess was a good precursor to Sensitized. Yeah, you um, like that song. Love I remember, it. I remember you talking about that. Yep, so good. Uh, track six, we got... And another we got Calvin Harris. Mr. Harris. And you were referencing that, or you were had the song in your Instagram little notes the other day. <laughs> I did. Heartbeat, Heartbeat Rock has been a slow burn for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a standout track initially. Yeah. And I have since grown to love it so much. It is yeah. such a good song. I uh, it just, again, like the electro pop sound. Like, again, this is like an electro pop song. Yeah. 100. Like, it should be in the, the dictionary under that because it's just like, I don't even know. It's just, it's just so fun. And I know I describe songs like that all the time, but I just, I just love this song specifically when, when it's like breaking down in the chorus and it's like her echoing and like making an ooh sound. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That part, the way is such a good touch. Yeah. That part actually, 
Yes, same. And that part actually reminds me, there is a, um, in Madonna's girly show tour, when she's performing, uh, was it deeper and deeper? Yeah, it was deeper and deeper. And at the end of the performance, she's like, they start going into this like, simulated orgy scene and Madonna and her background singer start singing ooh yeah ooh yeah every morning every night sounds like that it's very it's very like that yeah so it always makes me think of that um they're also it's not on streaming but there was a bonus remix of this song by Benny Blanco do you you know who Benny Blanco is Mm -hmm. right yeah Yeah. he did a remix of that song um and I, I there was a, I want to say there was even a rapper featured on it. Um, well, there is a rapper featured on this this album. Remember? We'll, we'll, get, know, into it. we'll get into it. We'll, <laughs> we'll get, get into it. it. We, will, there, we will get into the renter rapper of it all. Um, <laughs> the flavor okay, of the, the week. The flavor of the week. Uh, so let's go. Number seven, The One. Fan favorite. Love The One. It's great. Fan favorite. Produced by the Freemasons. The Freemasons are very well known for, they did some really popular remixes for Beyonce and Shakira in like 2006 and 2007. I think the the beat, like the instrumentals do make this song know what mm-hmm. it is. You know what I mean? 100%. And Versus they, like her, her vocals or any kind of like affectation she put into it. I feel like the beat really carries the song. Yeah. And they did a single remix for the single release that just kind of clubbed it up a little bit more. Yeah. I love that. Have you ever watched the music video? No, I haven't. The music video is really cool. It has a, it's like a, remember Fergie's like, uh, is that a good comparison? I was going to say it's kind of like the, you know, the pop-up video of like Fergie's clumsy. Yes. They're like the pop-up book type of thing. Yep. Similar-ish vibe, but like not. So I don't know if it's a good comparison, but there's just like this like just pop-up effect where that just kind of like, it's very, I don't know. It's very, very, very fun to watch for me. I'll, I'll have to check it out. I love the wow music video. I love that like mushroom wig that she's in. Same. We'll get into it, but. Oh my gosh. Okay. So next song, track eight, No More Rain. No More Rain. This is her, like, in my opinion, kind of like her ray of light of the album. It's very, it reminds me of that like William Orbit, almost like psychedelic 70s electro vibe that mm-hmm. he did like on Beautiful Stranger. Um, yeah. It kind of gives me that vibe a little bit. I love No More Rain. See, not a song I listen to. <gasps> Definitely really? when I skip over. Yeah, it's just okay. not, it's not for me. But I can respect it, you know? And and I don't know if it's just the song title. Tell me if I'm crazy. I get slight, like, vibes of that. What was that Blind Melon song? It was oh like yeah, no, no rain, right? No rain, yeah. There's something See, about I don't know if it's the, just the title of the song, but also you know what's funny is you say that is I get um, I get I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Oh, <laughs> maybe it's just me? rain. No, I'm not <laughs> mocking you. That that's what I think of. Actually, yeah. when I think of this song, I think of three mice because in Shrek there's like three blind mice and they're singing. Um, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Uh-huh. Like the three blind mice fairy tale. Uh-huh. So every time I hear this song on X, I think of three blind mice. <laughs> I love that. Our brains. What are our brains? Our brains. Well, they're <laughs> good for nothing. Good for nothing. Good for this podcast. And that's good about it. Good for this podcast. Okay. So that brings us to track nine, which is All I See. All I See. And this is where we were mentioning the flavor of the week does hop on this song for all of you that remember um, the icon, the legend, Mims, Mims, this is why I'm hot. My my dad, I remember when that song came out and I played the hell out of it because I was like in eighth grade. You know, I thought it was like hot shit. Yeah. And so 
he he would make fun of that song all the time, and then he, he would be around the house, be like, "This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm." That hot. is so your dad. I love that. It's so my dad. Yeah. So it that's what it, what I think of, but yeah, not my favorite. You know what? I loved this song until the remix with Nims came out. <laughs> I actually did. It. It's it's it, tell me that so this is another Cutfather and I I apologize to all the listeners out there. G, it's J E B E R G Gberg Jberg, not sure how to pronounce that. But um, they again the people that did like one step at a time. They also produced um I hate this part by the Pussycat Dolls. Mm. So it, it now that you like you can hear that that production it's kind of like their signature sound in that era. Yeah. Um. So very much in the, in the, but yeah, it's, I loved the song until the remix came out and then it just kind of, I don't know, it didn't age well with me either. No, definitely not. Definitely when I skip over, but also like I didn't grow up with this album like you did. I revisit it kind of like later in life. Yeah. So I wasn't listening to this when it came out, like on the regular, you know, I didn't become sure. a Kylie fan until later in life. Right. So that's, I think that's different too. That plays a role in like, you know, how you view the songs. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. But, but going to the next song, so number 10, Stars. Stars. One of my least favorites on my on the album. Oh, you're hurting my heart. See, I'm this is where sorry. we disagree. I Stars was a slow burn for me too, but I love it. Okay. It's I love one, it. It's one it's it's not that I don't like the song. It's just some, a song that did not reach out to me. It didn't grab me by the pussy, one would say. Um and so it's it's like if I was just going through the whole album, because there will be times where I will just listen to the album straight through. Same. Um, and I'll and I I won't go and skip it. But like if I'm trying to, you know, if I'm being more intentional about like, you know, I wouldn't listen to this song or that, whatever. It's usually one of the songs that I skip. So it's it's really grown on me, and there's something there's something about it too, where especially after her battle with cancer, where it, I feel connected to it in that way. Like I feel like it was like almost like emotional for her to yeah. sing the song or something. There's something there for me where it really stands out. And it's like as like a powerful kind of song and yeah. almost like the i would say almost like it's an electro pop album and you know almost it's like up tempo but i would say almost it's kind of like the ballad of the album sure. you know like it's like that kind of moment yeah um but i really do love this song it's grown on me so much come on give it up for stars Track give it 10. up for stars yeah it's like it feels inspirational yeah. so number 11 an iconic kylie wow, song wow wow one of her signature songs from the past yep. you know 15 years uh euphoria is like kind of how i feel when i listen to the song i, I love the chorus um i want to say that she said that she wrote the song in ibiza um and she was wanting to get that like kind of euphoric dance i'm gonna just dance my cares away vibe um yeah dance tonight dance dance tonight <laughs> um but yeah one of my favorite kylie songs i love this song it's a great, I mean, it's just like pure pop perfection. Pure you know? pop. There's, yeah. there's nothing else to say. It's just like a, a really good pop song. Um, yes. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite Kylie songs, but I, I love it. How dare you? Yeah. Well, how dare you? How very dare you? Uh, so th the next song is one both you and I love. I know love. you love this song. I love this song so 12 much. 12 Nudity. I like this song fucking slaps. It's so good. Another Bloodshine Avant song. So allegedly, good. allegedly, this song was uh, apparently written for Britney Spears and she passed on it. Oh, and, I could see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the new did, 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 
it t so good it's just it's just different too like she she gave us something different she's like you know what i'm gonna give you some variation i'm gonna give you some creativity like it's so yeah just it's just such a it just it truly is a banger and i love name it like another iconic woo moment from her like the whoop yes and all the vocal effects and whatnot that they do yeah like the let me let me see let me like that like yeah that distorted voice love that yes Ugh, what a song what it's, a song it's great it's great yeah. the um in her ex tour she performed this song and they so one of the fun bonus features of her tour dvds is that they would sometimes include the background projections as like a music video bonus feature and that was one of them and i don't know if it's her or some like someone else but like they're like walking down what looks like the streets of tokyo naked with like a an a fluorescent like light x over their vagina and it's just so it's so good and we love it we love a fluorescent light x over the vagina always it's a classic move it's classic yeah, it's classic yeah. we love we love fluorescence a, a great one stefani song yeah um you know yeah justice for nudity that's got to be a fan favorite though right like your fan deep, favorite that, yeah and i love come on I want to say it was in her Kiss Me Once tour. She didn't perform it, but it was uh, elements of it were used as a segue between Sexercise and another song, um, which I thought was kind of a brilliant move as well. So I love when artists do that, where it's like they don't necessarily perform the song, but they're like, we know you love it, so here's a little sprinkle of it in here. Right. So. Yeah, like Beyonce did that a little bit at her concert. Yep. I with, love with a sprinkle. Various songs. Yeah, it's... It's definitely a standout track of the album too. Yeah. You know, I know I said that about a few songs, but it's this in particular just feels so different and fresh and yeah. like just holds up really well. Yeah. 100%. So um, last song of like the standard version, um, track 13, Cosmic. Cosmic. What are, you, what are your thoughts on Cosmic? Not a song we've talked about a lot. Yeah. It's again, um, probably another one of those songs where I would say stars and cosmic are the two that are not necessarily my favorites. Um, yeah. I don't hate it. It's just not a song that I go out of my way to listen to. It's out of the entire album. I would say no more rain and cosmic are the ones I le- listen to the least cosmic. I will say what does get stuck in my head though, is the the very first line of the song where she says, I wanted to write a song called cosmic. Yeah. There's yeah. something about I like that she's saying like I wanted to write a song. It almost feels like she's performing at like a small venue for right. a crowd or something. There's something funny about that. Yeah. I just kind of like that that touch. But yeah, the song as a whole, um, yeah, not my favorite. Yeah, not my favorite. Um, but it was uh, kind of co-written and produced by uh, a man named Egg White. <laughs> Egg White. Egg White, and who's worked with a lot of people. Um, so, and he's very high in up, protein. Very at the time. Well, he helped uh, write Chasing Pavements by Adele. Mm, great song. Um, he worked with, I'm scrolling through really quick here. He worked with Sam Sparrow, um, Duffy. Remember Duffy? I sure do. Um, he worked with, obviously, Kylie, James Blunt, uh, Darren Hayes, James Morrison, um, Pink. Uh, Florence and the Machine. Yeah. Um, yeah, very much like and, and Natasha Bedingfield, like very of that time period. Uh, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good song for me. Not my favorite personally. 
So we don't have to go over maybe all the bonus tracks, but I would love to hear like, what are some of your favorite, like special bonus edition tracks from this era? Like what, what are some ones for you that stand out? I really like cherry bomb. Just going to throw that out there. Um, so for me, Jeff, this album in particular has some of the best bonus tracks and B-sides I've oh. ever heard from an album. Wow. Personally. That's a yeah. bold statement. I, okay. Bold statement and I will die on that hill. Like it for me, like I, cause I remember like, I think it was two hearts. The B-side was King or Queen and mm-hmm. another song called, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Kind of gives me like a Sheryl Crow dance rock vibe in a way. Mm-hmm. King or Queen is another great, like, boppy electro pop song. You've got Do It Again. I mean, true, I love Cherry Bomb. Magnetic Electric. We didn't even Magnetic talk about that. Magnetic Electric. Yet. Yep. One that's not on streaming is called Ripping Up the Disco, which is yes. another yep. phenomenal song. And I think that's the only one that's not on streaming. Yeah, because all the other ones you listed, I have seen them as like singles or B sides. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then, and then other than that, there's also, well, I guess it's the ballad version of a song called White Diamonds that she had written um, Mm -hmm. with the Sister Sisters um, that she performed on her showgirl homecoming tour uh, after she had... And like Aphrodite era, right? Wasn't there like... Didn't didn't I swear there was like a rendition of it on there? uh, She performed... Was it on Aphrodite? I know that she performed the ballad version um, on the US tour um, Mm. that I saw her at. So she did do that there. I forget if she did it on Aphrodite on the Le Folie tour. I'm, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. What, out of all the ones you mentioned, like top, oh, which was my favorite? Yeah, or some of your favorites? Oh, Jeff, I don't know if I can pick a favorite out of my children. It's so hard. I will say, Cherry Bomb is really good. Mm-hmm. I do love Magnetic Electric. I was working out to the, both of those songs the other day and I was just like going hard. Yeah, Carried Away song. is also really fun. Um, so I, I really do love them all. Like I I think that they are all fantastic. Truly just this whole project, fantastic body of work. Do you think it's her best album? I know it's hard, but you know, <laughs> I like steaks. It's tough. I know you love steaks. I will have to say... Oh my God. Is it her best album? <gasps> oh, I don't know. But I, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can See, do that right now. You put me on the spot. For me, for me, I think fever has my favorite songs. Like, okay. and, and I'm, I'm just more, I've always been more connected to fever. It's the only album I was like connected with since the get. So yeah. for me, it's special, but I would say, yeah, this is my favorite album as a whole track to track. Okay. It's definitely up there. I would say it's it's rivaling Aphrodite. Aphrodite's also yeah. top, top three. The fact yeah. that this album and Aphrodite back-to-back, like, great, great one-two punch. And I, honestly, and you if know you want to- love to? What? Just to throw that in there. I love that it was like, you know, again, she's been around for a long time. So, yeah. like, X and Aphrodite, kind of later in her career, and they are the, yes. best, the best albums literally like i love that it's like a renaissance moment it's like holy shit you gave us the best album of your career what she ages like fine wine and and something about kylie is just she's always she doesn't get enough credit for being as there's something about her like just knowing like 
she has good taste, I guess, for mm. is what I'm trying to say. She just has she knows what good music sounds like. I love that how campy she is. And she never sacrifices. It's always we talked about this a million times, but it I I don't think there's a more consistent artist because you know tension was incredible. Yeah. I mean, Incredible. it was still, still a great album, you yeah. know, maybe, maybe not our favorites of all time, but like still a great album. And like the consistency there is just like unmatched. It's so good. I was, also, I, Jacob Valordi said she's a national treasure. She's a national treasure. She's Thank a you, national Jacob. treasure. And she it's, sure is. It's, it is established. Yeah. She, she is truly phenomenal. And this album, you know, I don't know if I can say in full faith that it's my favorite Kylie album, but I, it is definitely one of my favorites. And the, the concert tour that she did, there is another song that she's has never actually released. Um, that she did on the tour. Oh my gosh. It's called ruffle my feathers. You should look, watch that live performance. You would probably like that one a lot too. Like that song. I absolutely love as well. Um, she did a couple unreleased songs on, and that's another thing too. I just, this tour in particular, the way that she remixed the song, her like previous singles, like the remix that she did for in your eyes is really sick that she Mm -hmm. did on on this tour. Um, the remix that she did for step back in time is really good for this tour. Also during this time period, Greg Kirsten, who also is famous for working with pink and Adele and a, a slew of other people. He also worked with Britney Spears around the same time period. Um, he remixed Can't Get You Out of My Head and to me, his remix of Can't Get You Out of My Head is the superior version of the song in my personal opinion. I said it. I said it. Have you listened to it? No, but you know me. I, I like the OG. I'm not gonna, it's not gonna Listen, do it for me. Okay, I'll, I will. I will. Listen, here's Here's what I love about this particular remix is that it stays very true to the original while giving it a refreshed sound and and a har- a little bit of a harder sound it, and it fits right in with that electro pop sound of this album and this era yeah like it's so to me it's just it's perfection i love it yeah yep I, yeah uh, yeah this album's great you know whoever said it wasn't if they're out there you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you know? i think pitchfork yeah. i mean I'm sure we feel a certain way about Pitchfork. Like they don't, who gives a shit, but like they rated this album, I think on the lower side. And I'm like, who's rating it? Wait, who's... really? Yeah. Pitchfork in particular, I believe. Ugh. Yeah. So for, I mean, but again, they're so like snobby, but I think like for me, I'm just like, I hope you, I hope it's kind of like room room where they went back in time when they're like, we were wrong, you know, like, yeah this is actually great and we it was way ahead of its time whatever because it it listen like it's held up even though i think a lot of things from that era and a lot of like electro pop sounds from that era like we even we even think of like um like a dancey album like like lady gaga's debut album right yep Mm -hmm. did not hold up the same way that this album holds up Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah not to agree i'm just comparing for fun but like I, it's like there's, there's a, so many things that are stuck in that 2007 2008 sound there's yeah there, i was gonna say that 2007 2008 in particular there's a sound especially with gaga working with red one like he had a very specific sound at that time and which it, there's nothing necessarily wrong with it but you listen back i would even argue that like with the the fame album in particular the red one songs you look back on that album one year 
like back from 2009 to 2008, I remember when Bad Romance came out, I was like, oh yeah, this like 2000, listening back to the 2008 songs, I'm like, this is dated sounding already. Yeah. Like it, you yeah. know? And Bad Romance held up. Bad Romance has held up very well. Bad Romance yes. has held up because that was like, anything avant-garde she does, I feel like totally has held up. Yeah. But um, no, yeah, not to get on that subject, that could be a whole episode, but <laughs> <laughs> totally. You know, I would love to hear if you have any songs we don't talk about enough this week. Absolutely. Um, it could be Kylie or not, you know. I'm I'm going to go with Kylie and I'm going to go uh, same route with X. There is a song that was, I want to say, recorded for the X album that did not make it. Um, that she ended up releasing in remixed form for a remix album. Um, and the song is called Boombox. Um, Boombox. Speaker box, song- Boombox. Boombox. And the song... Uh, was and did end up getting uh, given to Paula Abdul to record, um, which is interesting because Paula Abdul co-wrote "Spinning Around," Kylie's yeah. comeback pop single in the year two thousand. Right. Uh, um. But Boombox was given to Paula Abdul, who recorded her own version. She was Paula also was given um, another unreleased Kylie song called "I Didn't." I um. It's called I'm Just Here for the Music, um, which Kylie re- uh, recorded for her Body Language album. And that's actually an incredible song. Have you ever heard it? No. I'm, I'm Just Here for no. the Music. Very fun. Another very like electropop song that fits perfectly in with the Body Language album. Um, but Let's check it out. Because that album just celebrated its anniversary. It sure did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so interesting that uh, Paula Abdul recorded both of those songs. Paula ended up re- actually releasing the uh, "I'm Just Here for the Music," but Boombox I, she was going to release, and I think was even used in like one of like a, in a snippet in one of her reality shows, but then never actually got released. So, but Ky- anyway, that's a tangent. But Kylie's version, uh, the original version, leaked online, but the remix form by LA Riots is on is on her Boombox remix album. We'll have to put that on the the playlist if we well, can we will yeah oh oh yeah we will baby yeah she's got she's got a ton of songs we don't talk about enough in general especially in the united states mm-hmm. because it's just crime as we talked about that she's not more popular here um but you know i'm i would i think that i'm going to do an art pop song because oh okay art pop just celebrated its 10 year anniversary we were actually going to talk about it but we kind of ran short for time. Um, yeah. we, Zach and I both like the album. It goes without saying. I think it's a fan favorite. But my my favorite song from this album might surprise you. It's always been my favorite song. Uh, and it, I, it's it's still my favorite song on the album, is Mary Jane Holland. Oh, yes. I remember you saying that. Yeah. I remember I've, you saying that. I fucking love this song. It's so fun and kooky. Yeah. Like Russian hookers, cheap gin. You know, just just throw it all in there. Yeah. And I, and I, I love the chorus. It's like, I have never really heard a chorus like this one. Like, there's something special about it, the way she's kind of like shouting. Uh-huh. And it gets like louder and louder. Yeah. And then the, ooh, ooh. I, yeah. I just love it. I, I love, love this song. I love the way that the bridge goes. Um, yes. Because what did she say? Yeah, so like, dramatic. It's, it's I am rich as piss. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's, it's such a dramatic bridge. Yes, and then I yeah. love like the way that she's like, my brunette starts to sprout, and then and then yeah, she's like, no, introducing Mary Jane Holland, and then you oh, like you know, love the that crowd. Part. I the, that touch where she when she introduces Mary Jane Holland. Yeah. Also, do you know what that song's about? Because I sure don't. Is it about weed? 
It is about weed. Yeah. I want to say Gaga has... I, I Gaga has mentioned in interviews, and I don't remember if it's about this song in particular, but she's mentioned in interviews that she's was addicted to weed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which I've been there. Yeah, and I so I I, I want to say that might be what the song is about. This that whole album has some very interesting tops. Very topics. interesting things. Yep, interesting yeah. things happening. But that that one for me has just since the release of the album always been my favorite. Yeah, there's there's sure. something really special about it, and I love like Mary Jane Holland as a name as a person. Like I would love, I hope there's like a drag queen out there or something, you know? Of course, there has to be. Yeah, that that song is definitely a Lady Gaga song. We don't talk about it enough, and that we had a Lady Gaga dance party night at a club near my house that I've shared with you before. Yep. And I rem- I remember that came on, and maybe like only one other person knew it because they were playing all the deep cuts. So. I, when it came out, I just was so excited. And I, I was like that. basically dancing by myself. But uh, uh, I'm so yeah. jealous. That sounds like so much fun. They do it twice a year too. So maybe you can come here. Uh, I would I love that. I they might be do doing you, it soon. Yeah. I was going to say, when, when is the next one? I feel, like the, I feel like the first one's usually in like February, March. So that, the, the, that would make sense. <laughs> that was like Prince. <laughs> Prince or Michael Jackson. So what was that? It had a little like music um, to it. Um, I feel like sh- that would make sense because her birthday's in March. Her and Mariah's birthday are like a day apart. So well, they do, one, and then they do one like six months from that date too. So I don't know if it already okay. happened or what, but yeah, like you would love it. You would love it. They, they I told you they play party nauseously. They yes. play like the most crazy deep cuts. Yeah, yep. the DJ's great. Yeah, I yeah. I think it would be really fun to do a birthday celebration for Gaga and Mariah, and just like you just play, you know. You play Mariah song, Gaga song, Mariah song, Gaga song, and go back and forth all night long. That would be really fun. Yeah, but it's it's like a ballad in between, like a crazy up tempo. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's the not a, not unlike did I do that into pedals? <laughs> <laughs> like you would play, you could play, uh, you'd play party nauseous, and then it would go into butterfly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That, that sounds like it would be a wonderful vibe. Yeah, and and then he'd play dope, and then that would go into I don't know the Heartbreaker Junior Vasquez remix. It'd like, go into Ex Girlfriend. Oh my gosh, don't which we talked about. Me. But yeah, you know, um, I would love a Kylie Minogue dance party. I would love for them to do that. 100%. Someone get that going because that's a dance party we can get behind. That's music we can dance to. I'm shocked that they have not done that. I'm sure that there there has to be a Kylie Minogue night in Atlanta. Uh, not that I'm familiar with. Atlanta. Again, the United States sucks. It's not Atlanta. It's the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's us. Yeah. It's us. Uh, it's it's us. the problem. It's us. It's, yeah. It's us. Hi. It's the problem. It's us. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm really happy we were able to celebrate my favorite Kylie album today on the pod because it's an iconic piece of history. So go and listen stream all stream the songs. x for clear skin stream x for clear skin <laughs> stream x for clear skin My- stream mary jane holland for rich piss for rich but you want your piss yeah. to be you rich. Be rich you want to be rich it. with the vitamins stream it baby vitamins minerals vitamins. exactly well until next time toodaloo baby until next time ciao ciao